entrepreneurship in itself is not um is not easy i mean like you're taking a huge risk and it's really all on you to make it happen and to make it work you know you don't really have like those buffers like you do in a nine to five um and that protection if i look at the calendar on my books and it's a little bit short I have to, again, get that motivation to start making phone calls, sending out emails, like that responsibility is on me. Welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams. I have a very special guest today. Her name is Jalen. She's a massage therapist. Hey Jalen, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. I'm just very excited to talk to you today because I recently had an experience getting a massage and it was, cr- was kind of weird, you know? Uh-oh. The lady was on my back. Like, so it, was a, it, was a, it was a smaller woman, but she was on my back. Like, her whole body was on my back trying to get knots out of my back. And I was just like, I don't know if this is a part of the, you know, the, the massage. So, so explain, explain what a, a real massage is supposed to be like because you are a massage therapist. Okay. <laughs> well, we jumping right into it. I mean... <laughs> There's a lot of various types of massages. I'm sure you've seen, um, you know, some different types roaming around, like on social media and stuff. Um, I mean, but you have like sports massage, Thai massage. Maybe that's what she was doing, which is more like um, body, like involvement and movement and like all these like positions and stuff. I do more holistic massage. So like I incorporate a lot of natural remedies. But massage is one of those things where it's like this umbrella term and there's so many different modalities and techniques that you can use with it. So So was she doing something right? I just want to make sure that I wasn't just getting a crazy massage. I didn't expect somebody to be on my back. Well, was she were you in pain or anything? No, I just wanted a regular massage. It was a regular massage. She was like I said. No, 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 no. Usually, no. People, you're not going to have people on your back. So I don't know. That's maybe how her flow was set up. But do I do that? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I, I have to check before we get too deep. And I just want to make sure that I wasn't crazy. I still paid her and everything. But I was just like, I think this is a lot. But introduce yourself. You are a massage therapist. I want you to pretty much explain to who, exactly what you do and who you are. Okay. So... Um, Like Jalan said, I am a massage therapist. I work full-time in my private um, massage practice. I've been doing this um, for about two years now, and I'm loving entrepreneurship. Um, You know, I love my clients. It's not what I thought that I would be doing, but it's been a wonderful journey. So, yeah, it's it's definitely my thing. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, I love it. So you said you're an entrepreneur. This um, podcast is for entrepreneurs, expiring entrepreneurs. So you don't have a, a nine to five. You're just an entrepreneur. Yep. I do massage full time for myself. And, you know, that was a huge transition. I've been doing it full time for about a year. So July of last year is when I let go mm. of my nine to five and just fully committed to um, doing massage. Okay, so when did you know, like, this was the time to do that? Because I think a lot of times people do it too early. They're like, you know, I'm tired of this job. I'm going to go after my goal, my dream. When did you realize that, hey, I'm going to stop this 9 to 5? So, 
for me, and like this might be relatable to some people watching, my nine to five wasn't what I was passionate about. It was it was very draining for me. Um, and it was like a little bit overwhelming. So I had that in the back of my head, like me kind of pushing me and egging me to to step away from that. But um, really, I would say the number one like key factor was all I could think about would be working on my business. Like I couldn't really put in enough like effort or my energy to working for the other company because all I wanted to do was like plan and work, you know, within my own business. And once I just like ran the numbers, it wasn't exactly what I needed to be. But sometimes in entrepreneurship, you just got to step out on faith. And I did that. And I've been <laughs> surprising myself. <laughs> um, and it's been working out. I haven't lacked, you know, at all. So I feel really blessed for that. Well, wow, I love that. I love that. So this is you said this is something you didn't picture yourself doing. Um, what did you think about doing before this? So I had never even had a massage before I even went to massage school. Like it was nothing that was on my radar. Like my parents didn't really talk about it that much. You know, maybe they got massages for like special occasions or anniversaries, but I was pretty much clueless. Um, I knew that I wanted to be in healthcare because growing up, it was like the only thing that I liked or had an interest in doing. So I went to college. Um, I went to Temple University um, in Philly for public health because I love talking to people. I love bonding, connecting with people. And I like helping people, you know, in healthcare and related to that. So I did public health. After that, I couldn't really find a job that I was like really interested in in public health because if you know anything about public health, it's very like vague um, until you get like, you know, a graduate degree or you keep like advancing and I didn't want to do that. So then I ended up, <laughs> I'm giving you the long story. I ended up um, finding a job because I needed some money after college as like a customer service rep at a uh, insurance company, which was miserable. Like I was so, so miserable. Um, and so I was just searching for other ways, like how can I make more money and how can I do something that matches my personality that I'm actually going to like doing and matches like the working environment that I want to be in. And so I was working at this part-time job as like a hostess at a restaurant and me and one of my friends was just like joking around and um he was just like mentioning like oh you should go to like look into massage therapy or something and I was like okay I pulled it up right there at the host stand I was like how much do massage therapists make and I looked at it and I'm like okay like even if it won't be a full-time thing maybe I can do it as a part-time thing let's see so I looked around in my area looked for schools I kid you not, within like two weeks, I had already like applied toward the place and I started in like January of 2020 and I was like, I'm going to start my first class. If I don't like it, if I feel weird, if I'm not good at it, I'm backing out. Like I'm not doing this, but let's give it a go. I had my first class and it just felt so natural. I was And the first class that we did, we were working on the feet. 
So that's how I really knew. Because I was like, oh, Ugh. this doesn't bother me. Like, this is fine. Like, I feel oh. good at this. Like, I I want to do this. And the rest was history. Wow. Speak, speak more on that. I'm sorry. I was going to go somewhere else. Speak more about starting on the feet. What do you mean by that? Like, you just... <laughs> Everybody came and you just massage your feet? That was the first lesson that we learned. Like the first, um, you know, module was foot massage, how to work on the feet, reflexology. Um, we went through that routine routine first week, probably like my second or third day. And we had like practicals and stuff. You know, we get tested on our, on our skills and the technique. And um, I thought I would be grossed out because like I don't love feet, but it wasn't an issue. Okay, nice. That's, that's funny. That's funny. So, how did you go? F- oh, wow. Hold on one second. Sorry. Then forgot to turn my thing off. So, how do you go from 2020 to where you're just starting and they just say, hey, massage these feet to now where you have, a, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of clients because you don't work a nine to five, having a lot of clients and now just massaging a bunch of people? How did you go from the beginning to now? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> so. I mean, the first step was just really pushing and like getting through school. Um, massage tends to be like I think any you know trade um, subject, trade school subject. Like a lot of people will start, but they won't actually finish all the way through. And I had a lot of instances like that in my like um, you know my class. But honestly, you know, I pushed through school, and then. I was just I was just on it. I got my license. I started getting experience. Um, I was hustling really. Like I was doing mobile massage at first. So I like was like, hey, like I do mobile massage. I'm gonna come to you. I'm gonna bring everything, blah, blah, blah. I started building up clientele that way. Um, and then <laughs> the story is kind of crazy, but within six months of just doing mobile massage, I transitioned into having like a brick and mortar studio that I was paying for and just working, you know, a couple of hours uh, just because I like that setup better. But um, just staying persistent, honestly, um, and marketing, you know, marketing yourself, taking every opportunity, collaborating with other people in the area, saying yes, you know, to, different partnerships you know i was really like i was really really in it because I, I really wanted it you know it felt good to be doing this work um and i didn't invest all that time you know like a year and a half in school to just not do anything with it um so kind of just following through on that that's how i got here okay so sp- speak more into that drive because, you know, to get clients, I'm thinking that might be hard. So you're going through that traveling, you're going through the collaborating, you're going through actually getting a bit more. Where did that come from to get the drive to say, yo, I don't want to do this nine to five. I'm going to push as hard as I can. Um, Where did I get that drive? You know what it was? I think it was a vision. Like I just had a vision. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um. My mom, she's always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, you know, she started, she's a serial entrepreneur. She started multiple businesses and she would always put it in my brother's ear and my ear. Like, you know, you guys got to start something for yourself, blah, blah, blah. But me and my brother are, we're kind of similar where we're like, no, like, I'm just going to work for a company. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to, you know, work up 
the ladder. I'm going to have a nice title and like, that's it. I don't want to do any of that extra work. That was my original vision for myself. I thought I was going to go back to school, maybe into like healthcare administration and then be like a director or something for a hospital. Um, But then as soon as I started taking massage therapy courses, all these ideas just start flooding. And I was like, oh, and I can do this and I can brand it like this. This is going to be my menu. And it just like that was the drive. You know, I saw a vision and I was like determined to kind of like make that into reality. And that was the fun part, like getting through that. The journey was the fun part. Um, So yeah, that was that was the that motivation. Okay. All right. So speak more about what struggles you have because it's not you making it sound easy. You making it sound like you went from you know zero to a hundred easy. So what what struggles did you face? I just want to make sure people know that this is not an easy thing to be an entrepreneur to not work a nine to five. Like what struggles did you face? So, <laughs> I mean, entrepreneurship in itself is not. Um, is not easy. I mean, like you're taking a huge risk and it's really all on you to make it happen and to make it work. You know, you don't really have like those buffers like you do in a nine to five um, and that protection. So for me, I was like, like if I look at the calendar or my books and it's a little bit short, I have to, again, get that motivation to start making phone calls, sending out emails, like that responsibility is on me. Um, And sometimes if you like, you feel like you're lazy or you get complacent and you don't want to do that, you know, you got to be careful. So, and it's really a mindset thing. Um, Doubt is like really something that I struggled with like a lot. Um, Just like, can I do this? Is it going to work out? You know, what if, I don't know, one day I just run out of money? Like, I mean, it happens to people. Um, So, but I mean, again, entrepreneurship, I think, and you talk about this too, is a lot about mindset and how you think about things. So I could never like allow myself to stay too much like stuck in that the negative thought. Like I just kind of had to keep pushing through it. Um, But yeah, I mean, even dealing with like, customers and troubleshooting things like there's no one else to go to you know to handle things like that like it all falls on you um somebody is not happy with something they're yelling at you like you know and it's your name it's your reputation um and I'm a solo therapist so it's it's only me I don't have any employees I think if I did that'd be like much harder but yeah okay um, so what is actually his, well, I can't get the word right, holistic therapy? Because you actually said you're a therapist. I've never heard the word therapist when I think of, well, I guess massage therapist, yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. But what, what, what exactly is holistic therapy? I just think of like regular massage therapy. I guess they're going to jump on your back and, you know, do what they got to do. But what exactly, what exactly is that? So, holi- like, I feel like holistic, and I don't know if you feel like this, I feel like it's become like a trendy word like okay. within the last i don't know year or two no you're right uh no you're definitely right i've def- I just started hearing it a lot more yeah so it really is kind of like an umbrella an umbrella term but for me and my practice i use like a lot of natural remedies to heal the body but also i focus on like 
the mind and body connection. So however your mental state is, I focus on or I'll look at how does that affect holistically your body and how the pain is showing up. A lot of my clients, you know, they're like highly stressed or maybe they just lost a loved one. So they're dealing with grief. Those emotions, those mental things that are going on in their head, it you know, it'll always find its way to like manifest somewhere physically on your body. So that's what I focus on um, in terms of like balancing out the emotions with the physical, the mental and looking at the holistic picture of the person versus if it wasn't holistic, it would be more so like, oh, your shoulder hurts. All right, let me do these things, do these stretches. Um, you know, hopefully you feel better if not come back, but I wouldn't be like asking you questions like, how is your stress level? Has there any been like, you know, any different circumstances that have changed? When did the pain start occurring? Like, it's like that. I just dive in a little bit deeper. Okay. Okay. And I never thought about it like that. When I think about massage therapists, I just think about my body, like my shoulder hurts, massage my shoulder. I don't think how it affects the actual mind. So I know you said you don't speak about it with clients. Does anybody ever open up to you about like something's wrong with them? That's why you need their um, massage therapy? Um, yes. Like some people, they'll, if they like the grief thing, like that's something that you can definitely feel carrying around. Um in your body posture a lot of people struggle with that like you know um stress from work but the thing that i find the most fascinating and i this is like one of my favorite parts about my job is that most of the time a client will come in and they'll just be like oh my shoulder hurts just like you said then i'll start asking them questions and by the end of the session i'll ask like you know what did you notice during the, the massage? Like, how does your body feel now? And they'll start, by me asking those questions, they'll start tuning in and like going down more into their physical. And now they can pick up more things like, oh, I never noticed that like that pain was there. Some people will tell me like, oh, when you were massaging my neck, like I literally felt that straight down the right side of my body into my foot. Like you start to notice how connected everything is. And that's like one of my favorite parts about what i do okay okay and how often should someone get massage i've got massage twice in my life um i get last my guy and i told her i had shoulder pain she didn't even help me out my shoulder pain but what how often should i <laughs> let's say right now i got a massage this was it delay no i maybe it was me i just thought it was funny because i feel like a lot of people experience that even me, when I go get massages, like it's very hard for me to like find my own massage therapist because I want a specific technique. Like if I'm like, I have neck pain, I don't want just kind of like this light, fluffy massage. Like I want you to really like go in and, you know, work on it. But like you said, you came in for shoulder care and she didn't even do a thing. <laughs> Exactly. I was I was confused. Like I went done here. I'm just like, uh, come on now. So I made sure can I that's so sad. Yeah, because I made sure to circle it. Like, so if you never had a, um, so someone, like, I'm talking to the audience now. So if you never had a massage, basically they show you a, a diagram of a body. You circle what's, you know, hurting you. I circled my, I made sure that every single little diagram they had, I circled my soul shoulder every time to let them know this is a pain point, you know? And, and she, you know, that's it. So I was just like, that's crazy. But, but back to the question, how often should um somebody get um, massages? So I always recommend 
four to six weeks for my clients. If you're just like coming in for just general relaxations, you can do, you know, once a month or you can push it out to every six weeks, um, depending on, you know, your schedule or your budget, whatever. If you're coming in for, say, like a chronic pain um, or something like a pain or discomfort that's been more persistent, I would like to do like two to three weeks. And then as it gets better and we're seeing results, then we can push it out to like four or five and six. That's what tends to work for, for my clientele. Okay. And then we, we did, I want to go back to what you said. So for you, you all right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So okay. <laughs> so for you, you are a massage therapist. How do you find the massage therapist? I do the same thing that you would probably do. I just search around on Google, um, look yeah. at their reviews and stuff, and then you got to give them a try. The one thing about um, massage therapy is it's really not, uh, or finding a massage therapist, I should say, it's really not one size fits all. Every massage therapist has their different flow, their different technique, and you may not like, you know, how everyone works. So you just kind of got to, like, try it out. And make sure, you know, you have a, at least you could communicate well, you know, like tell them like, listen, this problem in my shoulder has been bothering me. I like firm pressure here, um, you know, things like that. So mm -hmm. I'm right in the same boat with you. Okay. Um, so you mainly help women or is it women and men? Um, For massages. So I help both men and women. However, majority of my okay. clientele are um women but i do help both okay and what do, what is the so yes you are an entrepreneur you're doing this as a business but what benefits from you that you're seeing you're helping your clients out because you do talk about it's not just physical it's mental like do you have any i guess success stories of you know actually helping these women actually live a better better life m mindfully mindfully um Hope I use the right word. I don't know if I don't know if that's the right word, but we're gonna go with it. <laughs> so are you asking like what kind of changes has my clients told me they've been experiencing mentally since getting massaged with me? Perfect. There you go. That's oh. it. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's a good one. Let me think. Um what I just said about like the mind body connection, a lot of them are tuning in more to themselves and like noticing what's coming up a lot of them are um really being better with like managing their stress um we some of us we talk a lot during uh, our sessions it kind of turns into like therapy um but okay. just realizing that like it's okay to slow down a lot of women actually have a hard time or the women that you know i work with have a hard time um even just pouring into themselves, spending money on themselves. Like I had a woman who mm. she she would spend money, you know, for anyone. She would rather buy someone a massage than get one for herself. And when she started coming here, she's like, wow, I can't believe like I haven't been doing this for myself. Like it's been just so um, helpful helping her like gastro, uh, gastroenteritis issues because stress has is like very connected to your gut so like she saw a decrease in that um i mean i think it just helps them to realize that like it's okay to rest mm -hmm. yeah no i think, I think you're doing a great job i've seen a video you posted today 
you was getting into the shoulders. That's why I make sure I talk about the shoulders because you was getting in there, and I'm just I was a little jealous. I'm like, why can't you know? Yeah. So, why can't they be like Jalen? Yeah. You know, and that video, the good thing about that video is like, if you actually, you know, you watch the whole thing, at first you could see how it was kind of stiff. Like I wasn't able to pull the muscles away from the tissues, but then like by the end, you could mm. see how much muscle I was able to like grip. And then also you'll see a knot there too, like if you look closely. Wow. So I thought that was like really cool to capture. Wow. No, that's good. No, you don't you're doing a great job. I'm like I said, I've been checking out your um Instagram, so you've definitely been doing it's a, a little good bit job. different. But question. Though. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, explain, explain. Because I was going somewhere totally different. I want you to stay on, on this topic. Oh, now. I was gonna say capturing content as a massage therapist is a little bit difficult. Like that's definitely something that I've struggled with. Um, but like, and we all know like content is king. So marketing on social media has been like a little bit difficult, but you know, I've managed around it. Um, but that is not always easy, but more specifically from my industry, you know, you, you went, you went, this funny thing, you went exactly where I wanted to go. So talking about marketing on social media, what I see a lot is the sensual massage where the guy basically got the woman, nothing but a panty on and doing all these like sexual <laughs> things. What do you think about that kind of massages? Um, my first thought is to say to each his own, like, that's just like my personal opinion, but my professional opinion I don't know where they went to school at because that is not what they teach us. That is not a like real massage. Do I think that there is a place for a sensual massage? Yeah, like it could be important for like building a, you know, connection or romantic whatever partnership, but if it's that's very risque. I don't I don't you know, promote that or I try not to put my content out there to give anyone those expectations that that's what they're going to be receiving from me because it's not. Um, and I think a lot of massage therapists are very annoyed by it, um, including myself sometimes, just because it just puts the wrong idea of what we're trying to do. Like, we've worked really hard, too, to establish ourselves as, like, healthcare professionals and, like, get away from that stigma but of course, I mean, for it's it's entertaining, I guess. So it sells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now, I could definitely see your frust. I could definitely see your frustration because you're trying to make your social media presence known, and then you see someone else that's doing something that's really not what you feel is massages, and they get so much nor nor notoriety from it, which is I can I can see that. Yeah, and I don't even know if they're like licensed, but. I mean, I don't think even people really care that much. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so speaking about being licensed, you had to go through a certain period of learning to be able to be where you're at now. Do you ever think about actually going back and helping out people that want to become a massage therapist? Yes, absolutely. So I want to touch on the curriculum or like the process to become a massage therapist, because I, I don't think a lot of people know this, but the amount of stuff that you have to learn to become a massage therapist and be licensed is very extensive. Like I had to take anatomy and physiology, um, learn all the different systems. Like I'm talking cardiovascular, integumentary, nervous system, all of that kinesiology, so studying the movement, skeletal system, 
pathology. So we have to learn about different um, diseases. We have to learn about medications so we could know like certain if things are allowed, if you're on diabetic medication, like are you able to get a certain massage? Like it's very extensive. And I don't think people actually realize that. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot. But I would definitely want to help as my business grows, massage therapists, not with like the academic side, but I think with the entrepreneurial side, because starting my business, starting my practice was, it was a lot. It, there was a learning curve, but I really enjoyed it. I love talking about business and all the things that I've learned. And a problem that I've noticed with a lot of massage therapists is that we're only taught in school how to be a really good hands-on massage therapist. So we're only taught the technical skills, but we're not taught how to run a business. We're not really taught how to communicate, you know, with clients, how to troubleshoot certain things, how to run your books. Um, and we're not really taught about marketing, how to promote yourself, how to get clients. They only teach you the practical skills. So, and a lot of massage therapists struggle with just having the confidence to even like promote themselves and be like, hey, like I'm a good massage therapist because we think that all we need is just to be good at massage. And it that's really not it, you know? There's a lot of wonderfully talented massage therapists that nobody knows about because they don't want to talk about themselves. So what I want to do is help them gain the confidence to really start their businesses and just you know, thrive as a massage CEO. So that's what I want to work on in the future. So I love that. I love that how you want to actually help out the future entrepreneurs. So this is your the first time you're talking to a, a well, I don't know, you, you do a lot of podcasts, right? You've done a podcast before. So now, well, this is, this, I'm, this I'm, is, this is the biggest ahead. podcast you've been on. That's what I'm going to say. This, this podcast is huge. <laughs> so what would you, what's the first tip you'll give to someone that they just went through all the classes, they did everything they learned. What's the first tip you'll give them that they want to become an entrepreneur for massages anyway? Yeah. That they want to become an entrepreneur. Um, honestly, two things came to mind. One was talk about like your story, talk about what you do, talk about wherever you are in your process, talk about it, start creating content, whatever it is. Um, Cause you're gonna need to like build that confidence, build that muscle um, to put yourself out there. And then I would say two, try different things like try working in different environment settings maybe you want to work for a chiropractor maybe you want to work at a spa maybe you want to just go be independent and try to see like what you like to do the most but then after you figure that out niche down like i think that you should have like a specialty because a general massage you can pretty much go anywhere but um, I think the most successful massage therapists are the ones like, this is what I do. This is what I'm really good at. And this is why you want to come to me. So that's what I would advise. Okay. And um, I just want to go back into actual the massage part. So you do help people relieve stress. So you as the massage therapist, what do you do? 
to relieve your stress? Mm -hmm. I like this question because I always think about how important it is to have like, I call it like a stress toolkit. Like everyone relieves stress in different ways. So for me, my number one is I'm a nature lover. So I take nature walks. Um, as soon as it's like three, four o'clock, that's when I start slowing down. My mind is kind of just like all over the place. And I just like to get outside. I like to go walking. I'll walk in the winter. I really don't care. Um, it just really helps like calm my nervous system and just gives me that mental clarity that I need. So that is the number one way to just really, um, for me to like de-stress. But then, um, what else do I do? This is a good question uh to help me yeah so so while you're thinking i'm gonna say what i usually do what i usually do i journal so i don't do it all the time but i, I think you about to say that okay i'm sorry i'm sorry to get into it <laughs> well you, you can explain why you do it i'm gonna explain why i do it. so for me it's just basically to get all my thoughts out so i might be thinking about a lot of things i'm just writing it down not even to go back to it as like an it's kind of like a diary but i just write it and just set it to the side and the next day i write everything out send it not to go back and see my growth just basically just to get all my thoughts out because as being a content creator as being um having a podcast and doing so many things i have my mind is you know going in circles so now i'm just trying to get all these thoughts out and just move on so i don't have to really think about it but you, you go ahead yours now no that was like wonderfully said because my brain is wired the same way and i think like especially being an entrepreneur because you're wearing all of the hats like everything is on you and it's like you thinking about marketing then you think about like operations you thinking about money like it's just everywhere so yeah i write everything out i'm very much like a to-do list type person but i have my journal here too i be hey. i be journaling okay, um, okay i write a lot um like meditation prayer like i have to sometimes just say it out loud to kind of like get it out um that really helps me uh and just you know walking listening to like really non-vocal music like that like lo-fi vibe um that really helps me as well mm -hmm. no, i like lo-fi too i just recently came across lo-fi because before i'm listening to all this different music, but lo-fi is definitely good because, like I said, my mind is moving 24-7. So a lot of times I do listen to the podcast, but it's hard listening to podcasts because I'm not like, oh, that's a good, you know? Like, I'm always thinking. I just kind of want to just be free. Good. And that, that I listen to podcasts a lot, too. Like, I love podcasts, you know? That's actually how we met on a podcast tour. But, um, like right now, like this month, um, one of my July goals was to not listen to any like entrepreneurial podcast because I felt like there's there comes a point where you have so much information in your head, you need it to kind of like be quiet to actually take it out and actually apply it. And I feel like I was just absorbing all the information and it wasn't going anywhere. It was just like swirling around in my head. And I'm like, I can't take in any more information. I just got to like apply it. So sometimes I do that where I'll just set a goal for either like 30 days or maybe two weeks where maybe I won't listen to any like, like rap or like, you know, I don't know, hip hop. I don't thought I really listened to that anymore, but like just to kind of tune things out. Um, sometimes you got to do that for yourself. I like that because well, one thing I, I re recently learned on a podcast was 
basically find like you know you have your nine to five but to kind of escape that you have to find different things like find a product that you can do i'm not gonna share on the podcast right now i'm not trying to let everybody know about stuff but pretty much find a find a product where you can actually make money off it so now you still have your nine to five now you have this extra thing where you're actually able to you know sell or make income from it to slowly escape your nine to five what things have you've learned of something that you want to implement into your business or into your life that you've learned that's a really good question and it's like that's um so relative to what i'm going through right now because i'm actually about to relocate so everything that i have right now is about to uh change i'm going through like a big transition obviously i have my physical location but i can't pick up and take that with me so i I think i'm actually considering going back to nine to five until I can reset up shop in my new, um, you know, state and then probably do my side hustle. Like, so it's going to be reversed, but I also, um, am going to come out with some products that I can sell just to still help my clients heal, um, heal here, I guess. Um, so yeah, and they'll just be like all natural healing products to help them manage their stress, decompress at home um, in those times when it's like they can't get to a massage therapist or they just need something to help them right there in the moment. Um, I want to be able to offer that to everyone, um, even outside of like wherever I'm based. So that's coming soon. Yeah, no, no, that's actually pretty cool that you said that because, you know, you said that you want to help out massage therapists with the entrepreneur side. So now you're relocating. Now that's going to help your story out. Now I've done it twice because I already know wherever you're going, you're going to be successful. But now you can say I had a successful business. I didn't work a nine to five. I started again from zero to show that it's not luck. A lot of times you do something once. Oh, you're lucky. No, I did it twice. Now. I, this is this is to show you that I've created two businesses myself. I can definitely help you, and you're gonna have products. So I think it's gonna be even even better now. Wow, thank you. I didn't even think about it like that, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, so. you're definitely right. No, no, I'm definitely excited to see what you do next. Um, do you have any last? I think we're pretty much close to the end. Do you have anything that else you want to share with the audience? Tell people where to find you. You are located in New Jersey. I know you said you're gonna relocate, but if anybody's in New Jersey, I have a lot of people who live in New York. They're going to hit you up, but just pretty much explain anything you want to say last and also where to find you. Okay, so there's one thing that I want to say, and this is also on my <laughs> it's on my Instagram page. Okay. And it's a, it's a misconception or something that I guess I feel like it's my duty to help educate other people who may not know. But uh, massage therapists... We do not like when you call us masseuse, (laughs) respectfully, but um, it is just like, it's an outdated term, kind of like a stewardess, like you wouldn't call like a flight attendant a stewardess, you know? Um, And that's just because like back in the day, a lot of people would use that term like masseuse to kind of cover up sex work. And so now, you know, we've taken that word and just thrown it out and we're using massage therapist. And I know a lot of people like who use it just not offensively, like they just don't know. But I always think that's like a fun fact to just throw out there um, just in case anybody is um, 
you know, thinking about going or looking for a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, We just, yeah, we like, we prefer to be called massage therapists. Massage therapists, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram um, under Rooted Holistic Therapy. um, Or you can just put Jalen, New Jersey, Massage Therapist, and I'll pop up. Um, My Facebook is also the same. And I have a website that's also under Rooted Holistic Therapy. But yeah, I'm out there. I'm on all the socials. Perfect, perfect. Jalen, I appreciate you coming on the show. I love your story. I can't wait for you to relocate, do it again. Let me know when you do have those products available. I'll make sure to promote it. I'm going to promote whatever you do. I'm going to be promoting it, but I do appreciate you again. Um, my name is Jalon Abrams. This is Unknown and Talented. Her name is... I'm Jalen with Rooted Holistic Therapy. <laughs> All right. I'll see, we'll see you next week. <laughs>